0: We control America, and no bullshit bearer of doom and gloom. Opium free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. There's something happening here, but what it is ain't exactly. Field day for the heat. A thousand people in the street singing songs and a carry inside. Mostly say, Hooray for our side. It's time we stop. stop.
1: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world, my name is Josh, that's Vince Tagliavia, this is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. We are live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30pm Eastern Standard Time, six 6.30pm Mountain Standard Time, I don't even say that anymore, but I just did tonight. Probably because that song moves me just a little too much sometimes. And just hearing the lyrics now of all these different 60 anti-war songs really brings you into the mindset of what people were thinking Back in those days Why they stood up Why they spoke up Why they marched For what they believed in And then yeah. you wonder why Is we're not doing The same thing right now
2: Music is not the same As it used to be, huh?
1: No, it's not That's That was, that was the podcast That was the radio shows That was the, the platform That was what we would call The soapbox Back in those days And that's now this you, is the soapbox
2: Yeah, that's how they got Information across In a way Yeah fighting the same war we fight now through song.
1: That's right. Mm -hmm. Welcome uh, to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. And uh, this is where we do the unfolding global conspiracy. And uh, unfolding, it is. A conspiracy, it is. Quickly. And, you know, I was wondering kind of, you know, what to call this show tonight. I thought Eva Destruction, we've had that title before. But, um, you know, when you start looking at the events that are unfolding in the world right now... And you start putting it all together, we've been doing this long enough to where we can look at the situation at hand and say, "This is dire we are we are this freaking close." Remember you know remember Vince when I said that the globalists, the elitist, the deep state, all of these figures, the the, the multi-headed hydra, yeah. they will never, em. ever give up power. They will yes. scorch the earth before whatever happens. I talked about that. I remember. I, said, yeah.
2: I always think of Hillary Clinton when you, when you say that.
1: And you remember where I talked about this specifically? I said, when the drip, drip flood comes, when the information starts to come out, things will speed up and they will fight back. And how they will fight back is global economic collapse. How they will fight back is societal destabilization, political destabilization. And eventually... They will go into World War III, and they will set up the global narrative for exactly that.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, I believe you're 100% spot on on that.
1: And and Roxy said, I can say fuck. I can say fuck.
2: Oh, oh, cool. You got the F card.
1: I got the F card tonight.
2: (laughs) They gave it to me this morning, too. Plug your children's ears.
1: (laughs) It's going to be a doozy tonight.
2: You know, it is. This is unraveling so quickly, the news, you know, between the many hours that you do and I do, we cannot cover it all. So let's get into it, I suppose, man.
1: Yeah, well, you know, last night I was up late, I did uh, Alpha Warriors show and we talked about Nazism and Ukraine Mm -hmm. Nazis and um, AI and information and how all that works. It was really cool. We actually, we went pretty far back and kind of touched on some things, but very cool. Um Nazism is real. We are watching the rise of the Fourth Reich. If you want to give a name to the Fourth Industrial Revolution, the Great Reset, to what comes after that, you can call it the Fourth Reich. This is what it is. Yeah. This is not the the German nationalism that we saw, or national socialism that we saw in World War II, but instead the hidden hand that was behind it, that financed it, that organized it, it allowed it to be stemmed out. This came about through... The Rothschilds. This came about through various other families that you've never heard of. Black nobility, Khazarian mafias, royal families. This is where this stuff stemmed from. And they've been trying to do this to the world for a very long time. And, you know, David uh, David Whitehead and I, we, we talk often. And he always says it's, uh, you know, it's like Josh and I who are like the old school conspiracy theorists. Because we've been doing this for a very long time. Might not have been talking about it. But, you know, I was reading conspiracy books in the 90s. You know, David Icke, I was going through The Biggest Secret and yeah. taking notes and researching as much as you could pre-internet. And, you know, we've lived through a lot of this. And a lot of these people that are coming out now that are doing podcasts and stuff, they, they're just waking up to this. And they're like, i got to say something. And so, you know, young people speak in their minds. Yeah, and,
2: you know, podcasting, social media, this is the new music of our generation. What do you think about this? When I started getting getting into this stuff or at least seeing some of the truth early 2000s, I was young. But I had people who influenced me just as many of us did. I know you did as well. And I felt like maybe I was just less educated or something or didn't pay as much attention because I wasn't really focused on it much. But I knew some things. Does it seem... Like, these conspiracies are right way up close and just more clear than ever. Because back then, I feel like it was far off, kind of out there. But now I feel like it's right here. Do you feel the same thing? You took the words out of my mouth.
1: Um, When I was first researching all these conspiracies... It was like a dream. It was like, ah, you know, this is cool to yeah. read about. This can't be
2: true. <laughs> like, Yeah, like, I'm just speculating. That can't yeah. be true, right? Like, this can't be right? true. And
1: like, there's a possibility. But, you know, uh, this doesn't. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's cool to read about. It's entertaining. It's cool to talk about. They make great stories. What but you ifs? wondered if it was actually real. Then September 11th happened. Yes. And you're like, whoa, maybe there's some truth to all this. Then the Patriot Act, and then yeah. Obama, and then, you know, you start putting it all together, and then you start listening to Alex Jones, and you're like, whoa, this is this is really real. You know, I started early. I started listening to Bill Cooper. I was Bill Cooper an hour of time before I was Alex Jones, and, well, because Bill Cooper died, and some say Alex Jones killed him. I don't think so, but, you know... These people were warning us. And you're like, no way. Like, this is never going to affect me. I'm not going to see it in my lifetime. And here we are. Here here we are 23 years later. And it's literally happening. All of the yells and the screams and the warnings that were coming through about the rise of the New World Order. And all the disinformation. Oh, there's no such thing as a New World Order. (laughs) Ha ha. It's conspiracy theory. It was right all along. And this was these, these large, powerful groups these families that have tried to rule and control over this world for the longest time. They centralized power resources, money, countries, politicians, they bought and sold everything that they needed to do. And now they're implementing their plan and they will not stop ever. They won't stop until they get their way. The only way that they're going to stop is if we destroy them, we eliminate them. And I don't mean that in like, you know, a bad way. But I mean that they, they have like, to be put behind a, bars. They have to a, s- serve their time.
2: In a bigger circumstantial type of big picture way. I understand exactly what you're saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But the only way that this is ever going to stop is if we confront the heart of the beast people. You have to understand that. This is never going to get resolved by yelling and screaming at our politicians. This is never going to get resolved by going in the streets and yelling at a liberal because they're stuck on this trans ideology. It's never going to get fixed by going into our school boards and yelling at people who don't care to listen. The only way that this will get stopped is if you cut the head off the Hydra. Period. Plain and simple. You know what will happen after that? Society will rebalance itself because it's no longer being manipulated from the top down. And the only way that that rebalancing act comes is if we focus, right? If we do focus on the rebuilding of social stabilization, political stabilization, cultural stabilization, and we have to do that part. But at the same time, we have to organize some big, big event. They go after these people and take them down. The evidence is coming out, and guess what? They're like, "Oh, okay, the evidence is coming out again. So let's just um, let's just start World War Three. Let's let's Pretty just much. let's just do it." And. Um, you know, there's a lot to say about what's happening right now. And I tonight's episode is Eva Destruction because uh, when we start talking about the war that's ongoing, what happened today with Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, what he was saying, um, Israel, Iran, China, Taiwan, North Korea, Russia, United States, Ukraine. Um, this is critical. Like, this is critical, guys. And I, I, I'm not, you know, I am the bearer of doom and gloom, but I'm not a fear monger. I'm not here to put fear in anybody's minds. I don't think that there's going to be a nuclear war, but I do think that there is going to be a war. And I've said this from the get-go. I've been saying this since 2020. Is it the only way we're getting out of this is with World War III? And I hope it doesn't go that far. And, and if the draft does come along, I hope that you're saying, not my kid, and I hope everybody else stands up and says, not my kid, and everybody stands up and says, not me. Do you think that those liberals and those liberal colleges are going to submit to the draft? absolutely Um, not
2: yeah do you think they really stand with ukraine like they say on their profiles i don't think so
1: yeah so i think that there's gonna be there's gonna be some uprisings here there's gonna be some massive uprisings um in, in other news the world economic forum has released their latest training video let's take a look at this welcome to the world economic forum's training video for new ministry of truth hires it's all in the delivery In
3: this lesson, you will learn how to make horrible things sound normal. Digital IDs. Never say the word surveillance, control, or social credit systems. Instead ask, wouldn't it be nice to have the freedom to leave home without your wallet? Unpeopling. Rather than use the word depopulation or overpopulation, say freeing of traffic. Pose the question, wouldn't the earth be beautiful without all of these people in the way? Perhaps you could finally get a table at that Tampas restaurant you've been wanting to try. Hmm, yum. 15-minute cities. Don't say words like segregated neighborhoods or discriminatory policing of public spaces. Instead say, creates a healthy buffer between races and class. This video has been brought to you by Soil and Stakes. Soil and Stakes, for the elite cannibal with a conscience.
1: For the elite cannibal with a conscience. Um, it, it's good to have a little humor in there, but this is this is serious. They, they, they are pushing literally this. And I've said this from the beginning. Well, maybe I've been always saying this from the beginning, but I have been saying this. What? The green energy infrastructure that they're implementing the reduction, the scarcity in the food supply, natural resources, they're making it so it can't sustain 8 billion people, but instead, 1 billion or less. Yes. And they're doing that on purpose.
2: They are, man. They're taking our systems we have now offline before they even have a a system running properly next to it. Yep. Now,
1: like I was saying, I started with Bill Cooper, Jordan Maxwell. I started with with these greats. Uh, who were getting this information out there. And uh, I eventually went into Alex Jones and I stopped watching Alex probably 2010 just because it just, it was always, it's gonna happen today.
4: Turn to the frog game. it's gonna
1: happen today, right? But this time, this, this is one time I agree with Alex. Let's listen to
4: him. Cultural cancer. None of us are perfect, but at least we want justice. We want the truth. We're trying to be good. We're trying to build a civilization but it's the corporate media and big tech and the whole system, these big lobbying firms, corporations, they hold the strings. And they have turned our institutions into laughingstocks around the world. So I'm glad this is coming out to reprove and to begin the repair of our government by identifying and then legally, lawfully, nonviolently, removing the infestation of globalists we have in this government. We're going to defeat the globalists just like we defeated the Nazis. They are going to go down. I'm sure some of them will still run under the rocks and hide and come back out and deal with them again. That's how evil works. But we're definitely going to run these sons of bitches back under the rocks soon. Or die trying. 1776 worldwide. The answer to 1984 is 1776.
1: The answer to 1984.
4: The answer to 1984 is 1776 worldwide.
1: (laughs) I agree with him. I I 100% fully agree with him on that. The answer to what is happening right now is 1776. Now, interesting enough, Nazi is trending on Twitter. (laughs) Nazi is trending on Twitter. And you scroll through and you start seeing... A bunch of Nazis, MSNBC, CNN. Um, you start going in and they start showing, obviously, Russia. There are some good ones in here. But you got Trudeau. You got uh, uh, <laughs> Ingram. You know, you start going down and uh, you little Schittler, Schittler, right? Schittler. Yeah. Schittler's List, Quaschwab, Schwab. The Führer of mm. the
2: World. Yeah, man. Actually, I remember seeing a documentary about Ukraine. I think Vice did it before they were complete garbage. Mm -hmm. And it was all about Nazism in Ukraine. And I cannot find it for the life of me anymore. But I watched it. Search Oliver
1: Oliver Stone, Ukraine documentary.
2: Oh, is that who did it?
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's a good documentary. It talks about the Maiden massacre, the rise of uh, uh, the Ukrainian nationalists. I talked about it a lot last night on uh, Alpha's.
2: Uh, OK. Yeah. Wow. I remember watching that. And actually, they went to the properties of all these Nazis in Ukraine. Oh but it's gosh. interesting, too, because, you know what? I actually
1: I I, I had this yesterday and we didn't get to it. So let, let me actually get to it right now. Um, so there is something on my my thread right here. I don't yeah. think I covered this last night, and we can cover Dude, it right now.
2: I did the same thing. So much to cover. It's like let's we're gonna have to, there, go right. to yesterday. Like I
1: have forty-seven yeah. windows open right now. There's <laughs> just so much to cover, and we're usually, we're getting through about fifteen a night. <laughs> All right, here's my post. If you haven't checked this out, it's on um, it's on my my twitters plural, and it's on my uh, Telegram. All right, so. This guy right here receives the highest honor from Zelensky. You notice the highest honor, the re- the medal that he has on is red and black. Oh, interesting. All right, there he is right there. And you see the red and black flags in the background. I wonder what those red and black flags mean. Well, here he is, the hero of Ukraine, Dermitrio Casavalio uh, killed in action near Bakhmut. Who was he? He was a commander of the 1st Mechanized Battalion, known as the Da Vinci Wolves, of the 67th Mechanized Brigade. He was killed in mar- uh, action March 4th. Now, it's interesting because I started doing a lot of research on this after my buddy John sent me all this information. Yeah. And so he's part of what's known as the Organization of Ukrainian Nationals. okay?
2: okay.
1: The O-U-N. The OUN created, is basically a Ukrainian ultranational and terrorist organization established in 1929 in Vienna. Okay. Now, they were created, and there's their flag right there, so you can prove it to you. Red and black. Mm -hmm. There's the flag. Okay. Now, there's two people who basically went out and created this. Stefan Bandera. Stefan Bandera, his statue actually stands right there in Kiev. Now, who were these people? I mean, you know, they can't be that bad, right? Um, Well, they basically created what's known as the Ukrainian Military Organization, or the Ukrainian Military Organization, okay? This was formed after the occupation of Ukraine by the Soviet Union following the Ukrainian-Soviet War of 1917 to 1921, all right? And it was basically an anti-Bolshevik organization. Well, if you go back to my Twitter post, I pull some good information out of this. OUN members in the German Sierv took an active part in the genocide of the Jews in Ukraine and Poland. In an effort to prevent Polish efforts to reestablish pre war borders, the UPA combat units carried out large scale ethnic cleansing against the Polish people. Historians estimate between 50 to 130,000 Polish civilians were massacred in Volhynia, in eastern Galicia in Poland. After, and this is where it gets good, okay? After World War II, the UPA fought against Soviet and Polish government forces. During Operation Vistula in 1947, the Polish government deported 140,000 Ukrainian civilians in Poland to remove the support base for the UPA. In the struggle, Soviet forces killed 153,000 of them, arrested 134,000, and deported 230,000 UPA members, their families, and their supporters. Here's the best part. During and after the Cold War... Western intelligence agencies, including the CIA, covertly supported the O-U-N. Wow. Now, the O-U-N, okay, they ran the concentration camps in Poland. Okay, executed Jews. Why weren't they persecuted at Nuremberg?
2: Why weren't a lot of people persecuted at Nuremberg? It was just a handful.
1: Well, do you know who one of the main people who prosecuted people at Nuremberg was? No. Um, have you ever been to Dulles Airport?
2: No. I don't No, in think Washington,
1: so. Indi- in, in, well, it's was oh, in no, Virginia.
2: I, no.
5: Right?
1: Andrew Dulles, you know who he was? Former head no, of the CIA. He? He's the yeah. guy who was basically the head of the CIA. But he was also the man who was a closet, he was a closet gay. But um, mm-hmm. he was also the man who, uh, him and his Nazi. brother, negotiated the Treaty of Versailles. Mm. Okay? They were also the top people in the Nuremberg trial, and then he became head of the CIA afterwards. Now, interesting enough that Hmm. this is one of the people that helped organize the OSS to go in there and take Operation Paperclip and take all the Nazis into the United States of America. And then what they did is they allowed full blanket immunity for all the Ukrainians during World War II to go back to Ukraine. Why? Because they wanted them to fight against the Soviets. Now? No, during the Cold War. Oh, okay. So... Think about this. They reestablish a, a Nazi boundary in Ukraine, funded by Western intelligence agencies. Fast forward to 2014, the Mayden massacre. Yes. Okay. Who was the military contingents that went out there and performed the Mayden massacre, creating the coup?
2: Uh, I don't know.
1: The Ukrainian military organization, of course. Mm-hmm. It was them. It was this far-right ultra-nationalists that were hired by the CIA to rise up and take over the government. They only, not only t- took over the government, but they infiltrated the military. This is why he was the commander of the mechanized brigades. Yeah. As well as the government. You literally this- have real, true to, true-to-earth Nazis in Ukraine that are being supported by U.S. tax dollars.
2: Big time. Oh, that's very concerning, man. And a lot of people are asleep to that fact.
1: We are, we are witnessing the rise of the Fourth Reich. It's happening right now, and and you remember what Zelensky said: Americans will come over here and they will die for Ukraine. He wasn't joking about that. Mm, Utah some already have, I believe. I I agree too. Utah has introduced digital driver's licenses following plans to introduce online platform age checks. This is right. Utah's Department of Public Safety's driver license division has introduced an app which allows residents to download signed digital versions of their driver's license. The app can be used as a digital ID and has been launched following the introduction of the bill that would require internet users to show the digital ID as proof of age to access online platforms. Let me say that again. Utah passed a bill to where if you're going into an online platform that is age-restricted, you have to show an ID. You have to show your, your KYC, your Know Your Customer. You have to upload your biometric data to your driver's license, and that's got to be usually be verified against an internet website. Do you remember when we talked about like an EMP happening, and after the EMP, the internet would come back up, and it'd be, you'd be locked out of it, and your ISP, yeah. Comcast, or whoever it is, is going to make you create a password. So if yeah. you want to use the internet, you have to log in under your profile because they're going to micro-track you through your ISP. And then after you log in to go to any website, it's got to be Dude. whitelisted by the ISP.
2: Yeah, they're probably going to make you send their D- send your DNA into some something before you're verified.
1: Biometrics. <laughs> Man. This is uh, Gwennoniv Roche-Dector, uh, good big finance writer here. And she says uh, the U.S. subprime auto delinquency rate has uh, skyrocketed to 6%. This is higher right now than it was when we were in a recession. It's higher now than it was when we were in 2008. Now, what's the the subprime (laughs) auto delinquency rate? Do you know what the subprime auto delinquency rate is? No. So the auto delinquency rate basically means is... How many people are missing their payments of their subprime mortgages? Oh,
6: makes Of sense. which okay. they you.
1: immediately go into auto delinquency, okay? They automatically get placed into delinquency, which the next step is foreclosure.
2: Oh, you know what's awesome about this story? It reminds me of one from Monday, um, and it was Ford taking out patents to repossess cars electronically and play annoying sounds and lock you out or do all kinds of things. Yep. to repossess the vehicles it goes hand in hand with this wow so yeah it, it, it this does. is worse than it was at the worst time during Think the what happens
1: when your house repossesses itself
2: it just they can't open your door like you always say that's right
1: you're gonna <laughs> yeah. go there you're gonna go Beep. you're gonna use your utah digital driver's license to get into your yeah. house and yeah. it's gonna go ah, and you're gonna go what the hell's going on and a screen's gonna pop up in your door and it's gonna go hello citizen Your social credit score has fallen below 98. The minimum required social credit score to live in this housing complex unit within 15-minute city 00094 is 110. Please go out and do good deeds. Go out there, recycle. Clean up your neighborhood and raise your social credit score to gain access to your house. Have a good day. The shelter yeah. is open till nine PM. Yeah, That's or what's in, gonna like, happen.
2: in like a horror a no, future of horror, it would be like you go to scan your eye to get your biometric data, and un- unlock the door, and it just plucks your eyeball out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah,
2: ah, Who's that for? <laughs> Your
1: eyeball has been repossessed. (laughs) You are late on five payments. It was my left eye.
2: (laughs) We cannot. Oops. (laughs) We cannot let them do these things, dude, because they will have control over our property.
1: (laughs) They already do. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you pay rent for your property?
2: Hell no. Well, taxes. That's rent, buddy. I know. God damn it. That's paying rent rent for your
1: friggin' taxes, man. Come (sighs) on. Let's be taxes. smarter than this. Yeah, and they came and reassessed
2: grant. my lot, and it's gonna go up next year. <laughs> These bastards.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna upload this video. I I gotta. I wonder if I can send this my, to myself an email. Like,
2: don't build a shed; they'll charge you more in taxes if they see it. That's right. Don't do anything. though. yeah, it's like, well, your property is worth a lot more now. It's like this really, really, or anything. Gosh.
1: So Zero Hedge published a whole bunch of graphs and some data today, and uh, Zero Hedge uh, Tyler was like. Something is wrong, and he's absolutely spot on right.
2: That's, yeah, I saw this a big uh oh.
1: They went through the last few years of data from the Biden administration, and what they find out found out specifically, okay, is that mm-hmm. all the data is being fricking manipulated, one hundred percent. All the numbers coming out from the Biden administration is being manipulated beyond imagination, which means that they are lying, and from the fact that they are lying, okay, shit is not going to be good very much sooner. So if, if you if you guys are a member of my crypto mastermind, which really now a lot of what we do in the crypto mastermind is we talk about where crypto is, the economy, global situations and how they affect this we don't really talk too much about day trading because i think it's t- too volatile right now the day trade but you know we had like the crypto run and we're just like oh my god like dude this is awesome crypto's back i'm like nope 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 what's going on with crypto right now What happened to bitcoin it's down 15 percent right now this is gonna be the last dip i think the last big dip but I- i'm telling you i don't know the economy is I... about to go
2: if there's a huge di- like, crash where the market's hitting circuit breakers for many days in a row or something oh, like this, yeah. I think Bitcoin's really going to crash hard, hard, uh, until it rebounds probably better, bigger than ever, but that's my just my opinion, but I think it could get real ugly.
1: I, I don't disagree with you.
2: Which okay. is a wonderful time to invest. <laughs> it, it,
1: and so, you know, it, it's interesting too, because I was just thinking about this the other day and I'm like... You know, we're, we're about maybe three months away from the whole system going down, right? Three to six months away. And I'm sitting here going, great time to get ready to invest. You know, uh, Sir John Templeton. I've said this before. Sir John Templeton. Templeton University. You ever heard of it?
2: Mm, no. No.
1: So he was a He's British sick. American who served in World War II in the United States Army. He was an officer in the Army. Um, He went to World War II and came back, and he had about $10,000 to his name from inheritance. Mm -hmm. It's like $100,000 these days. Wasn't a rich guy. Well, you
2: know.
1: He came out of World War II, and he went Mm -hmm. out there, and he bought every single blue chip Mm. trading on the New York Stock Exchange that was trading under a dollar. Within five years, he had made multi-millions of dollars just off of that original investment. He reinvested it. It made billions of dollars, wow. okay? He is, so if you want to go look at the first financier of Silicon Valley, Sir John Templeton, okay? One of the first financiers in China, Sir John Templeton. This guy made billions off of wow. being first in a lot of industries. He was once asked a secret to his wealth. And he says, I made my money at the time of the greatest pessimism in society at the time everybody was scared and pulling their money out i patiently waited for the markets to hit as close to bottom as possible and then i just bought up everything that i knew would rebound commodities so on and so forth so keep that in mind because we are in that time of greatest pessimism right now and things are going to get worse they are But be ready to reinvest. Be ready to get back in and buy this stuff on the ground. The Wall Street is not going away. Okay? It's not going to one day just crash to zero and all the money's going to be gone. There's winners and losers. Stock goes to zero. Okay? Doesn't mean the money disappears, it means somebody won and somebody lost. Okay? You still need Wall Street to do that. You have this Treasury official backs out of testifying Friday about Biden's family suspicious wire transfers. Treasury Department official Jonathan Davidson was set to testify Friday after the agency withholding the Bidens finally sus- Friday about the agency withholding the Bidens family's suspicious bank records. He has declined to attend the hearing. His absence means House Committee Chair James Comer must again threaten to use a subpoena to compel the 150 suspicious activity reports generated by U.S. banks. These are talking about specifically Hunter Biden's. SARS that were filed. JP Morgan has sued former executive over Jeffrey Epstein links. Uh, JP Morgan Chase is suing former high level executive Jess Staley over his ties to Jeffrey Epstein, naming him an official involved in the sexual assault case against a firm. The financial services giant was facing legal proceedings in the case brought forward by the U.S. Virgin Islands and an unnamed woman who said she was a victim of the Epstein sex trafficking scheme, which involved a J.P. Morgan employee. The defendant, known as Jane Doe One, alleged the Epstein scheme had been aided by a firm providing him with financial services while knowing through the employee about its criminal activity. Jamie Dimon has also been subpoenaed. And uh, the judges authorized the release of his information pertaining to Jeffrey Epstein. That's going to be massive.
2: Yes, dude. And I think when this stuff really drops, something really hot that brings the whole House of Cards down, that'll be the day the war starts. The mm-hmm. bigger, broader war. I really do think that because what they have no other choice, no other distractions. You know, lost control of the narrative, yep. lost control of the media. Um, even that, I don't know if it would work. Yeah, they're pretty screwed.
1: Yeah, it, it's um, well, that's the thing. This is why they're going to push to World War 3 What yeah. better way to reset the whole game to clean the slate? Because everybody's looking over here. Oh, we got hearings, we got this and that going on. Right? But think about the Vietnam War. What happened right before the Vietnam War? Mm, tell me. Hold on. Uh, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. What was going on right before the Vietnam War? I don't know. You don't know?
2: No, I don't know. You got to tell me.
1: So when did the United States enter the Vietnam War?
2: Uh, I don't know the exact year. Sorry.
1: So, the Gulf of Tonkin incident, that's what I was looking for, occurred in August 1964. For anybody who don't know, the Gulf of Tonkin incident was a false flag operation. It wasn't real. It didn't happen. But that is what got the United States into the Vietnam War. Who was the president during that? I don't know, dude. Lyndon B. Johnson. Okay. Okay. What had just happened a year earlier?
2: I don't know, man. I need to brush up my history.
1: You do. The assassination of John F. Kennedy. That okay. people in the United States were pointing the finger at right. Johnson, at the government, saying this is a coup. People were pissed off. Oh, yeah, All of a dude. sudden, we're going to war. All you oh, people that are marching and sitting here rising up against us, draft. Get them out.
2: Yeah, dude. What's Great happening point. right
1: now? The same fucking
2: I think it's appropriate to bring that F card out now.
1: Young people speak in their minds. Ah. Oh, you want to talk about young people speaking in their minds? Yeah. <laughs> this is a bunch of uh, high school and college kids in New York City uh, protesting for trans rights. Oh. For trans rights. And um. you know what? Hey, you know what? Great. I, I'm. I'm happy for you that these teachers organized high school students to march for trans rights.
2: Well, you know what? They shouldn't have had their rights taken away, Josh. Well, hold on, Vince. Shouldn't they have the same rights? Wait a minute.
1: What rights did trans people have taken away? Yeah.
2: You know, I thought about this long and hard today, and I couldn't come up with one thing.
1: (laughs) I'm going to show you my list of rights that you and I have that trans people don't. You ready for it?
2: Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> do you see it? Yeah. So they're marching for nothing.
1: There, there is no. F- <laughs> what rights do trans people have, or, not or have. don't have? That we have none. So I, I don't understand. We, we imagine we want people to recognize them. No. It's my fucking right and choice not to recognize him. It's my right and choice to say, that's fucking mental illness.
2: It is. It's like, okay, what right do you want me to recognize? Well, what
1: about uh, people who, who have the genetic evidence? Ep- that's less than 1% of 1% of the population of the planet. You're not that. Like, the other day, you know, the little, the little girl, the little girl <whistles> Tweety Bird, she goes, sometimes I identify as a bird.
2: Oh, yeah. She, yeah. she said she what um, transforms into a bird or yeah, uh Let me find it. Let
1: me find this shit. This is <laughs> – I, I, I was like – I was with her. I'm like, I'm following her. I'm like, okay. You know, Z-Zem, I get it. Cool. All right. Like, I, don't expect me to call you that. but Okay, Z-Zem. And then all of a sudden she throws this one little thing in there. And I'm like, what the fuck did you just say? Like wait, I gotta rewind that. (laughs) Let me check that one more time. Oh, there we are. I found her. I found her. Hold on We're gonna pull her up and she's got clouds around her head. She must she must identify as a raindrop here.
3: Hi My name is Tempest. I'm a member of a DID system and several people have asked how to use the neo pronouns that I use So here's a quick guide So I use they them pronouns, but primarily I use ze Zem themself. Now, this is a little bit different from the other Z pronoun, which is Z-Zer-Zer-Self. So the Z that I use is more related to he-him. I'm agender. I don't really have any kind of gender identity, but I have a masculine body in her world, and I'm more masculine-leaning in terms of, like, self-expression, compliments that I like, things like that and like Cameron and Avery in our system the not having a gender thing for me specifically is related to the fact that I shapeshifted into a bird things for me <laughs> specifically is related to the fact that i shapeshifted into a bird having a gender thing for me specifically is related to the fact that i shapeshifted into a bird
1: (laughs) did anybody tell her that birds have genders male and female (laughs) (laughs) do you want to be called a female bird or a male bird (laughs) you know only female birds can lay eggs
7: I shapeshift into a little birdie and I go tweet, 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 tweet. <laughs> yeah, like what the... at what point do you
1: look at this and go, Oh she's perfectly sane.
7: <laughs> yeah you, you know
1: what? We're we're gonna give her the new code, she can be president. Like what the fuck? Like I okay, I'm like, okay, she wants Z Zem Zer, okay. Great. Whatever. Like like if you're my cousin and we're at Thanksgiving, you're like, my pronouns are Z, Zhier, Zem. I'm like, okay, Zem.
2: Okay, cool. pass the cranberry sauce. <satisfaction> yeah.
1: Sure, Zem, sure. No problem. <laughs> but then she's like, Hold on, I just I just morphed into a bird. You gotta <laughs> call me like- Tweety, and like <laughs> what you that got some like? issues. <laughs> you should be on the table for dinner if you morphed into a bird. Like, what the fuck is wrong with people?
5: Like,
1: we need trans rights, birds rights too, right? Like, <laughs> you, you know what you know what I am going to start taking up with people like that. You know that you know that TikTok account. Birds aren't real.
2: Birds aren't real. Yeah.
1: So you are telling me you are not real. What are you talking about? Birds aren't real. <laughs>
2: it's just a drone, dude.
1: <laughs> this is.
2: That's the problem.
1: Th- these kids are living in fucking fantasy land Mm
2: -hmm.
1: now go back gives a new meaning to
2: wonderland absolute wonderland imagine being in that type of lifestyle just walking around and just sincerely believing all this nonsense it's a mental illness you're living in wonderland
1: well let's go to another point of mental illness here you ready for this one
6: Mm Hmm.
0: MAGA republicans
6: are calling for defunding the police departments
1: what? <laughs> Joe, what did you just say? Oh, you're never going to believe it, guys. Listen to this one.
6: MAGA Republicans are calling for defunding the police department.
1: <laughs> what? MAGA Republicans are calling for defunding the police department. MAGA's sitting there going, what? <laughs> like, I could have swore. Like... The left had protests about this and burned-down cities about defunding the police departments. Define yeah. fucking projection. Either, mm-hmm. either he's mentally ill or yes. he must think that these people... Now, now the left's out there like, you want to defund the police? How dare you? We need the police. <laughs> tweet, tweet. Like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> tweet,
2: tweet. Like, yeah, man. This is
1: how... This is how absolutely absurd Wonderland is. You got Joe Biden out there, and MAGA wants to defund the police. Boo! All the yeah. left. Boom! We need cops. We love cops.
2: Next yeah. weekend, they're like, fuck the police. Burn it down. Dude, Th- this is- Joe Biden, he could go out tomorrow and say, the right wants you guys to chop off your genitals, and they'd all believe him. All, all the trans people would be like, boo. This, the,
7: this is the weekend
1: after. 28 Antifa members tried to burn down the police training facility in fucking Georgia.
2: Oh, yeah. They got arrested as terrorists. Oh, those
4: those MAGA, they don't like the police.
2: Uh, that's a different kind of mental illness, though. Whoo. In his defense.
1: <laughs> By the way, can you, can you, uh, and I, I have no affiliation with this company whatsoever. But can you tell?
2: What's that? I can't see it. This is, so,
1: it? our good friends out there, Michael and Michelle, they told me about uh, Ooh, Schedule micro-dose. 35 <laughs> Microdoses. <laughs> Woohoo! That's some good <laughs> stuff, man.
2: Good.
1: So, Mitch McConnell fell down at the Waldorf Astoria. What the fuck was he doing in D.C. at the Waldorf Astoria?
4: Dinner? Oh, dinner! You know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a senator in the United States, and I'm just having to go to dinner at the Waldorf Astoria, and
2: which used to know. be the Trump Trump Hotel, I think.
1: Well, it's it's Trump Trump owned. Well, it was under the Trump Hotel chain, Waldorf Astoria. He ended okay. up selling it. Is that a good uh, Mitch McConnell impression? Like, my name is Mitch McConnell. Spot you know? on. Okay, but so he falls <laughs> down. He's recovering well, but we have theories, okay, yeah. that Mitch yeah. McConnell's going to come out of the hospital with a boot on his leg.
8: Mm.
1: Why? Well, Governor DeWine in Ohio last week had a boot on his foot. Really? Katie Hobbs, Arizona, last week had no. a boot on her foot.
2: You're kidding me.
1: Nope. Wow.
2: So I guess the, the crime family is making their rounds again and making putting everybody in their place? I Like, what are they doing? Like that's, I don't know. That's what I think that is. I think they're like... I think they are telling them what to do and they're beating their asses. Yeah. I, honestly, I think that's what that is. The I, I don't know. And you are like, next time you're getting the parasite in the eye if you don't do your thing.
1: I think it's like a shackle, ball and shackle. It's a representation of servitude. It's the ball and shackle mm-hmm. representation. That's what I think it is, honestly. But now you're going to see Mitch McConnell with a boot on his leg. Now, now this is also <laughs> interesting because yeah. nobody was talking about this. What's this? In one week, we have three sitting, standing, not duly elected, but senators in the hospital. Wow. McConnell, Fetterman, Feinstein.
2: Interesting. Thoughts?
1: Thoughts? Yeah. These are elected officials that are supposed to be doing a job for the United States of America. And Feinstein's at home recovering. Fetterman had had to put out proof-of-life photos. Like, how absurd is society right now, the United States of America? It's so bad here that a senator has to put out proof-of-life photos because he checked himself in to a hospital after a month on the job as a senator because of depression. Like, tell me you can't do the job without really telling me you can't do the job.
2: Yeah. Like. Shouldn't have stole that one for him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I think maybe it's part of the plan, but. House Speaker McCarthy has snubbed Zelensky after the invitation to visit Ukraine. So the uh, there's a personal invitation uh, invitation out to McCarthy to visit Ukraine in order to gain a first-hand look at the situation. You know, all the uh, CGI buildings that are now magically repaired. Um, this is also a GOP, a GOP support of Kiev and has generally been seen as a waning in euthanism. Uh, euthanism. McCarthy has come to here to see uh, how we work, what's happening here. Then after that, you make your assumptions, Zelensky said. He continued, Mr. McCarthy, he has come to here to see how we work, what's happening here, Will cause war. Which people are fighting now, who are fighting now, and then after that, you make your assumptions. No. And, and you know what? If the Republicans keep on supporting this war, it's going to be a cold day in hell at Nuremberg
2: 2.0. Yeah, I think Nuremberg 2.0 won't be a flop like Nuremberg 1.0.
1: Yep. So, th- Joe Biden, Joe Biden again. We're going to. National Archives seizes nine boxin- boxes of di- Biden documents from the attorney's office. Okay. Yeah. N- yeah. Just listen to what I say here. Okay. The National Archives and Records Administration seized nine boxes of documents from President Joe Biden's attorney's Boston office in November, but has yet to review them. NARA disclosed that the documents were taken from the attorney Patrick Moore's office on November 9th. Fox News reported, citing a response letter from Republican Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin and Chuck Grassley of Io- Iowa, Moore had reportedly shipped the boxes of documents to his Boston office from the Penn Biden Center, a think tank where the Biden held an office, before he discovered the initial trove of the Biden's president's, uh, president's classified documents on November 2nd. Uh,
2: so he sent them in the mail before knowing what it was? That's what he says. Wow. I've never done that with anything ever.
1: Special, inv- so you to remember, there's an investigation into Hunter Biden, okay? For violations of FARA, for tax fraud, all this stuff. Investigation into Biden, Hunter Biden. So they're searching Joe Biden's stuff. This lawyer goes to the Penn Biden Center, gathers all the documents that he can find, puts them in a box and mails them to his office across state lines, knowing that they're classified. Then, a few days later, they find the documents that he forgot about, didn't see. Allegedly. Allegedly. Like, that is is (laughs) conspiracy. Yeah. And and you know damn well he was
2: ordered by Joe. And even if it was an accident, this is not something you accidentally do and not have consequences for. Right. It doesn't matter if you accidentally break the law. Still breaking the law.
1: (laughs) Oh, I think it was an accident, sir. My bad. I apologize. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Oh, my goodness. Oh, here it gets better. It gets better, Vince. Do you remember, like, last week when Kami Kamala, um, Dirty Knees Harris, right? She (laughs) came out and she was like, Cackle, cackle, cackle. The United States has now declared Russia a war criminal. We'll be yeah. pressing charges in the international community. We're sitting there yeah. going, what? The Pentagon has blocked the sharing of evidence of possible Russian war crimes. Would the hog court. What? <laughs> Oh, this is good. The Pentagon is blocking the Biden administration from sharing evidence with the International Criminal Court in Hogg gathered by American intelligence agencies about Russian atrocities in Ukraine, according, according to the current and former officials' briefs on the matter. The American military leaders oppose helping the court investigate Russians because they fear setting a precedent that might help pave the way for it to prosecute Americans. I'll say that again. American military leaders oppose helping the Hog Court that's investigating war crimes to investigate the Russians because they fear giving them the documents might help pave the way to prosecute Americans.
2: Does that mean there's Americans complicit in this? Obviously.
1: That means that they don't have evidence of Russian war crimes, but they got plenty of evidence of American war crimes.
2: This is so bad.
1: (laughs) This is... Well, you know, Joe, we can't really hand those documents over. Why not? Tommy, why the guy you hand those documents over? Well, the documents actually implicate us. but you know, we, we can uh, we can say we have them and say they're classified and give them the information, which is just a story, but not real information which keeps us off the hook and doesn't make us liable. Saying it's true doesn't mean it's true.
2: Such a scam. Can they get away with this?
1: Yeah, they will. They will. And you know, Russia's been trying to bring up war crimes against the United States for forever. They've been trying to bring up war crimes against uh, Ukraine. It hasn't happened. So yesterday, the drama in the Proud Boys trial after the FBI agent caught lying on the stand for concealing evidence from the defense attorneys. This is is big. Okay? Special Agent Nicole Miller was cross-examined. She testified that she understood her legal duty to, under the Jenks, Jenks Act to produce the U.S. Attorney's Office written statements relating to the subject matter of her testimony, 18 U.S.C. 3500. Miller acknowledged that among those statements were messages she sent in the FBI's link messaging system, which is owned by Microsoft, where bureau employees communicate with one another. She testified that in order to comply with her Jenks obligations, she she compiled her link messages in an Excel spreadsheet, which was then produced to the USAO. The version of Miller's Excel spreadsheet produced to the defense contained 25 rows of her link messages. In cross-examination, the agent acknowledged she alone compiled that disclosure. She testified that those messages constituted a complete production of her junk statements from link. However, a close examination of her agent's sheet revealed over 1,000 hidden Excel rows of messages. Miller was thus examined as to whether she had withheld the prosecutor's linked messages concerning whether a conspiracy charge fatally supported the Proud Boys case and and the list goes on. Now, what's this all about? Well, apparently, from what we're hearing, okay, the Proud Boys had released this evidence. The prosecution accidentally deleted government files they thought they had erased. OK, so sorry, the, the prosecution accidentally did not delete the files they thought they had erased. The defense attorneys were able to capture this information. What was the information? Over 300 files were captured, according to Alex Jones. So what, inclu- what is in there? The evidence includes government operatives spying on attorney-client privilege and erasing evidence. Like, Doesn't... major constitutional right violations mm. where these attorneys, these these federal prosecutors will go to fucking jail over this.
2: Good. They should.
1: They won't. You know they won't.
2: Probably not. It's so corrupt. <sighs> it's one of the biggest problems in this whole situation.
1: Yep. Twitter files has new releases, statements to Congress to the censorship industrial complex, True content, which true, true, uh, I can't speak today. True content, which might promote vaccine hesitancy, viral posts of individuals expressing vaccine hesitancy, or stories of true, vac, true vaccine side effects. This content is not clearly mis or disinformation, but it may be malinformation, exaggerated or misleading. Also included in this bucket are true posts which could fuel hesitancy. Your government loves you. <laughs> Trust your government; they have your best interests in mind. Give yeah. up all your rights and freedoms and liberties for a chance to live in one of the fifteen fifteen minute cities. Close walk everywhere you go. You will own nothing. You will like it. Smile for Don't the mean. camera, America.
2: Don't even have to carry your wallet. Yeah, miss malinformation. What a made up, yep. retarded word, man.
1: Yep. And then, then we have this one. Monitor all tweets coming from Trump's personal account, Biden's personal account. Uh, Twitter files reporters were given access to Twitter internal documents last year. First, focused on the company, which at times acted like a power above the government. Uh, Twitter was more like a partner to the government with each tech firm. It, it held a regular industry meeting with FBI and DHS and developed a formal system for receiving thousands of content reports from every corner of the government. Now, this is interesting because if you listen to the Jim Jordan today, Right.
2: Yeah.
1: And he was uh, he was talking about this and you have uh, Congressman Sachs or Congressman Goldman. He's the heir to the Goldman Sachs fortune. He bought his seat in New York. Um, he's like, show me what verifiable proof of evidence of illicit crimes done by the federal government in collusion with big tech you can't you can't show me one time the government said censor this person jim jordan's like i saw this hold my beer yeah from the biden white house directly to twitter remove this post censor this person and then Sachs or goldman's like no 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 i said unlawful what was this one about this one's from rfk jr
2: yeah, and he was. They were arguing about the type of speech it was, and he was like, "That actually is lawful speech. So mm-hmm. what are you talking about?" It was such a shit show, dude. What, what an event this morning. Yep. And did, did you, know Matt Taibbi, put all put out a new thread this morning, just like an hour before that event? He did happened. it on purpose
1: because he testified today.
2: So funny, dude. They were they were pissed. They were trying not to get them to cover any of that. This is his opening statement.
5: Chairman Jordan, Ranking Member Plaskett, members of the Select Committee, thank you for having me today. My name is Matt Taibbi. I've been a reporter for 30 years uh, and a staunch advocate of the First Amendment. Much of that time was spent at Rolling Stone Magazine. Uh, Ranking Member Plaskett, um, I'm not a so-called journalist. Uh, I've won the National Magazine Award, the I.F. Stone Award for Independent Journalism, and I've written 10 books, including four New York Times Times bestsellers. (laughs) Uh, I'm now the editor of the online magazine Racket on the independent platform Substack. I'm here today because of a series of events that began late last year when I received a note from a source online. It read, are you interested in doing a deep dive into what censorship and manipulation was going on at Twitter? A week later, the first of what became known as the Twitter files reports came out. To say these attracted intense public interest would be an understatement. My computer looked like a Vegas lot machine uh, as the, just the first tweet about the blockage of the Hunter Biden laptop story registered 143 million impressions and 30 million engagements. But it wasn't until a week after the first report after Michael Schellenberger, Barry Weiss, and other researchers joined the search of the files that we started to grasp the significance of this story. The original promise of the Internet was that it might democratize the exchange of information globally. A free Internet would overwhelm all attempts to control information flow, its very existence a threat to anti-democratic forms of government everywhere. What we found in the files was a sweeping effort to reverse that promise and use machine learning and other tools to turn the Internet into an inter- instrument of censorship and social control. Unfortunately, our own government appears to be playing a lead role. We saw the first hints in communications between Twitter executives before the 2020 election, when we read things like, flagged by DHS, or please see attached report from FBI for potential misinformation. This would be attached to an Excel spreadsheet with a long list of names whose accounts were often suspended shortly after. Again, Ranking Member Plaskett, I would note that the evidence of Twitter-government relationship includes lists of tens of thousands of names on both the left and right. The people affected include Trump supporters, but also left-leaning sites like Consortium and Truthout, the leftist South American channel Telesaur, the Yellow Vest Movement. That, in fact, is a key point of the Twitter files, that it's neither a left nor right issue. Following the trail of communications between Twitter and the federal government across tens of thousands of emails led to a series of revelations, Mr. Chairman, we summarized and submitted them to the committee in the form of a new Twitter file stride, which was also released to the public this morning. (laughs) We learned Twitter, Facebook, Google, and other companies developed a formal system for taking in moderation requests from every corner of government, from the FBI, the DHS, the HHS, DOD, the Global Engagement Center at State, even the CIA. For every government agency scanning Twitter, there were perhaps 20 quasi-private entities doing the same thing, including Stanford's Election Integrity Partnership, NewsGuard, the Global Disinformation Index, and many others, many taxpayer-funded. A focus of this fast-growing network, as Mike noted, is making lists of people whose opinions, beliefs, associations, or sympathies are deemed misinformation, disinformation, or malinformation. That last term is just a euphemism for true but inconvenient. Undeniably, the making of such lists is a form of digital McCarthyism. Ordinary Americans are not just being reported to Twitter for deamplification. Okay. So, Matt Eby, right there, talking about it. This is government
1: collusion with big tech. This is the erosion of your First Amendment rights. Okay? Now, as many people are saying here, listen to this one. you.
5: Yes, and I refer to that person as a source.
1: So, you're
3: not going to tell us when Musk first approached you?
5: Again, Congressman, when you you're asking me to, you to re- you're no. asking a journalist to reveal so a source. So then, you
3: consider it. Mr. Musk to be the direct source of all this?
5: No. Now you're you're trying to get me to say that he is the source. I I, I, well, I just can't answer your question. Well, if he is or he isn't. Sources.
3: If you're telling me you can't answer because it's your source, well, then that the only logical conclusion is that he is in fact your source.
5: Well, you're free to conclude that.
3: Well, sir, I just don't understand. You can't have it both ways, but let's move on. because well, No, he can. He's a journalist. No, he can't, can't because either Musk is the source and he
8: can't talk about it, or Musk is not the source. And if Musk is not the source, then he can discuss no his No
6: one has yielded.
5: The gentlelady is out of order. You don't and get to speak. she's speech. out of the order because not he's The gentlelady is not recognized. Chairman, you're
6: not recognizing my, my time. He has not said that. that. I don't but he has said is he's not going to reveal his source. And the fact that Democrats are pressuring him to do so is such an outlier. We're asking him about
8: his conversations with Musk. The has. Not yielded you time. You don't. Get I to have not talk yielded time her.
3: to anybody. I want to reclaim my time, and I would ask the chairman.
1: Fuck your time! You guys are traitors of this country. You want a journalist to reveal his source? This is exactly what they were doing to uh, in Texas, right?
2: <clears throat> With what?
1: Uh, there was another case where they wanted to, they held the uh, the uh, the person in contempt of court because they wouldn't reveal their source.
2: No way. when i don't recall but wow yep there's no law anymore
6: all right um hunter biden here we go let's listen to jim for a second this is always going to be good leak is coming it's coming in october and it will involve hunter biden no evidence but the fbi knows what's going to happen when it's going to happen and who it's going to involve now that's amazing that is amazing to me maybe i mean maybe they get the time right we're kind of used to october surprises every four years so maybe they get the time right but they got the time they got the method and they got the person that's amazing it's almost like these guys were clairvoyant how did they know how did they know maybe it's because they had the laptop and they had had it for a year Hmm. They had the laptop. They knew it wasn't hacked, but that's not what they told Twitter. Exactly,
1: one hundred percent government weaponization over social media, utilizing their power and authority to center American citizens' first right, first amendment rights.
2: American, yeah. There we go. And then def- trying to defend themselves. Yep. Just, it, it, this is just unbelievable.
1: Is to this is a
5: bedrock principle of our constitutional system that the government does not get to decide what speech is acceptable or true. Under the First Amendment, Americans have a right to speak freely regardless of whether their speech upsets the preferred narrative. In fact, that's when it needs the most vigorous protection. Everybody on the left used to believe in that, or at least they purported to. Government and media fact-checkers frequently get things wrong. The American people can't and shouldn't rely on so-called experts to be the arbiters of truth, disinformation boards, and the like. It doesn't matter what political party you're, you're in, government should not suppress important debates in public discourse. It is a- Period. Period. Here's the
1: thing. Is the government has no business whatsoever in truth. Period. When the CDC comes up, C- you trust us, we're the experts. Fuck you! You have zero authority over truth. Zero. Zilch. Nada. None. The government cannot come out and say, this is true, this is not. That's when we go, Declaration of Independence. That's literally where we are at right now. I'm not calling for an armed revolution. Please don't take it that way. But some think there should be. Oh, the F. And so now the FTC, so think about this too. This is what's happening, okay? And now the FTC is going after Elon Musk.
2: Incredible.
4: Yep.
1: Uh, She don't understand what a is, okay. Uh, Kevin McCarthy <laughs> vows to release the 44,000 hours of January 6 footage to the public. Good, you should, Kevin, release it all. You should have done it already. Seriously. And now all the videos are reemerging of uh, Antifa.
2: Yeah. Of people
1: Honestly. calming Antifa down, shutting them down. Antifa was the one that first uh, breached the house,
2: mm-hmm. part of the Capitol or the House, rather. Yeah. Yep.
1: Just, I yeah, I, I want to look at that. Um, Portland grocery store, Kroger, fired a black security guard named Andrew Duncombe after an Antifa member made false accusations on social media that he is a white supremacist. Duncombe was stabbed by one of their comrades in 2020 while live streaming their riot. The criminal case is still ongoing. The suspect is stabbing is David Hamp, who has a prior conviction of possessing child sex abuse content Fred Meyer, you, uh, oh, Andrew and all Portlanders, an apology for this appalling treatment of someone, um, th- that wants extremists dead. This is, th- this is the same thing as squ- a squat, a swatting, calling people's jobs and accusing them of things.
2: Yeah, yeah, happens all the time. It does, it does.
1: Uh, I'm gonna jump in here. It's right at 8:30. Okay, let me jump in here real quick. I want to give a thanks to everybody in the sense of, uh the uh battle of the streams rumble pilled d live and facebook thank you so much for all the donations guys you guys absolutely help keep us all alive and so just much appreciated to you vader 369 gifted the ship thank you red pill project for all your hard work and dedication thank you so much vader much appreciated for the ship uh fringe dweller donated 117 gold pills thank you so much fringe weller slumdog gifted a can i find my peace here with the red pill family thank you so much slumdog Gump, $1. You guys rock. Thank you so much, Gump. The Cat, 25 Donated 5 lemons. Thank you so much, The Cat. Racing Ray, 42 Gifted a can. Thank you so much, Racing Ray. And Babalu! $75 on Rumble. I prefer Gary frogs over the little worksters any day. Thank you so much, Babalu. <laughs> Racing Ray, gifted another can. My property taxes went up by almost double. No, your rent mm. doubled.
2: <laughs> no. Did you, did you make any improvements, Racing Ray? Or is that just a doubling for no reason? I don't
1: know. Grismo 7 just donated four Lemons. AlexPantino84 just followed. Thank you so much, Grismo 7, for the four Lemons. And AlexPantino84, thank you so much for the follow. Head on over to RedPills.TV. Make sure you subscribe and keep updated with everything we're doing here. RPG3573 donated to Ice Cream. Thank you so much, guys, for all those donations. You guys absolutely rock. And the reason I went into that is because we're about to get into uh, some interesting Parts here. And i lost my place. So I have no idea where I am. Uh, should be right here. Almost there. Okay. Oh, actually, I got to do one thing real quick. I got to do one thing real quick. And this is for all my homies out there. Thursday's the day. Seven for the four lemons. and at- Thursday's the day. day. Here we go. We're going to release the scratching yes scratching has been released we're going to go to d live and we're going to release the uh the chest for all the d livers and very cool we're going to d live i'm going to make this one a big one guys put that in there and boom distributing rewards on d live all right guys there we go on that. So, now let's jump into the nitty-gritty with the, the stuff that really is going to make your blood boil. Oh,
4: Lord. Well, not really. Okay. But... All right. United States... All right, we ready? The United States so. will not allow Iran to acquire a nuclear weapon. Now... Iran's destabilizing actions are not just a threat to Israel. They are a challenge to the region and to the world. The United States will not allow Iran to acquire a nuclear weapon. Yep, exactly. Now,
1: you remember last week when I said that Iran is 12 days away from refining weapon-grade uranium, they already had the ICBMs ready, mm-hmm. and I said, who do you have to watch out for?
2: I don't remember Israel.
1: Israel. Israel came out today. A horrible nuclear war will break out if the world does not stop Iran from obtaining atomic weapons. Israeli Prime Minister yeah. Netanyahu said in an interview. Chinese military rocket is disintegrated over Texas. This is the same Chinese military rocket that just sent spy uh, satellites in the space and has uh, you know fallen over Texas now. Again, the Chinese rocket fell over Texas? Like, they had to know how this thing was going to re-enter and where it would reenter enter to.
2: Seems Were they to
1: once again testing U.S. airspace in
2: response? I don't know what the hell to think of this. It's crazy. You literally
1: have a rocket tumbling out of the sky that crashes in Texas. And you're telling me that they didn't go to, like, DEFCON 1 and start deploying stuff? Like, come on.
2: Yeah, i
1: off about that yeah and here we go iran is gearing up to attack britain and the west <laughs> this is what the intelligence shows iran is coming for britain in the west israel said that they will not obtain nuclear weapons that there will be a nuclear war if it happens if they come out tomorrow and say we've refined uranium we have the bomb <laughs> that's exactly what's going to happen like that's how freaking close we are, okay? Saudi Arabia, who is just joining BRICS, they're taking in the Chinese Wong now, they're doing deals with Iran and they're doing deal or they're doing deals with Russia. Peace with Israel is contingent on USS provinces and nuclear aid. They're asking the United States to step in and help them with their nuclear um build outs of nuclear power plants. Saudi Arabia is building nuclear power plants. Think about this, okay? And they're saying that peace with Israel is only contingent is if the U.S. will defend them, which they're going to China for the defense now because they saw the United States pull out of Afghanistan and leave all those people there. They're seeing what the United States is doing all over the world to other people. And they're wondering if the United States is going to back up Israel when Iran gets nuclear weapons. They're not. I'm telling you, they're not. Wow. And here you go. This is where, this is where it really hits home. Majority in the U.S. House of Representatives support resolution calling for a regime change in Iran. What What does it mean when Congress says, we want a regime change?
2: That's, they're infiltrating. They're pulling... <laughs> it's time in for
1: war! Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Bum. War pigs by Ozzy. Yes, Generals gathered in their masses! Hmm.
2: That'll probably be Monday's song. Yep.
1: House China committee chair says Xi deadly serious about invading Taiwan. China has announced a, 7 to, a 7.2% increase in their defense budget. Uh, the last week and a half, China has had massive military movements going on. And uh, the rumor is is that they're getting ready. Today. This is what appeared on Russian yeah. television.
6: You
1: this is a nuclear launch warning that went through Russian televisions. The nuclear strike has been conducted. Please go to shelter. Take your calcium iodine pills. The su- su- there was a suspected cyber attack prompted a red alert in several regions of Russia, which was broadcast on TV and radio. Now think about this. What if the dude watching the TV at the Russian nuke facility saw that, and at the end, it blacks out? And what if the phones were dead? What if his cell phone was dead? This is how, yeah. And today, Russia did a strategic strike throughout all of Ukraine, massively affecting all of their power stations.
2: Yeah, let's well, out. A big one. Yep. Uh,
1: smoke is rising from a thermal power plant in the United States. Oh, no, this is in uh, Ukraine. Uh, they're saying that the Zaporozhia nuclear power plant in Ukraine has lost all of its site power for the sixth time. You got other various energy plants across the country on fire and smoking. Russia basically took out all of their energy facilities. Why? I've been saying this for fucking months since the beginning of this. What does Russia do? They just defeated them in Bakhmut, right? Two days later, they take out all their energy infrastructure. What does Ukraine have to do? Fall back. You need the support. You need to go get your energy back online. Russia advances forward. Russia's getting ready for endgame in Ukraine. It's coming really fast. It's it's coming really fast. Um, North Korea has fired a short-range ballistic missile towards Yellow Sea, according to the South Korean military.
2: Take that, Godzilla.
1: Yep. Mexico has declined the U.S. invitation to send U.S. troops to fight the cartels, according to the president. Uh, I hope the president understands that doesn't fucking matter if he agrees with it or not. When Donald Trump comes in, you're going to see U.S. troops in Mexico eliminating your cartels. And the reason the Mexico president doesn't want the U.S. troops there because he's he's, he's yeah. part of it. He's bought and yeah. sold by them.
2: Absolutely. And I think, yeah, it's an interesting dynamic there, isn't it? Yep. He just he has to say that, otherwise they'll kill him.
1: So senior MEP threatens Georgia over foreign agent law. Um, So right now there's massive protests in Georgia. Kremlin says Georgia protests are a cause for concern. Uh, What is happening in Georgia right now? Well, basically, it is psychological warfare and information warfare. This is caused by the West to produce uprising in Georgia. And it is the Ides of March, isn't it? Aye, the Mm -hmm. Ides of March. Pirates. And then Ukrainians come out and endorse the unrest in Georgia. Yeah,
2: we like it. Yeah, because the United States started it. Isn't this an interesting thing happening in Georgia right now? Um, This is like an orchestrated event, clearly. Yeah, this is like the Arab Arab Springs. Yeah, man. Oh, my gosh. Next, they're going to do it where? In Um, Russia. I don't know if they'll get that big of a protest together in Russia, though. How brainwashed are they? I don't know, but. The scale of the pro EU protests in Georgia
1: is incredible. Atlanta.
4: How Atlanta. the Boruj USA, This is Georgia. We are Europe.
1: How do, you tell the, that, how do you tell the world that U.S. intelligence is involved without telling the world that U.S. intelligence is involved? <laughs> like, hello? Seriously. Oh, this, is, this is an interesting one here, and it's uh, one that we're all going to be on the same there page are with.
7: actual crises happening. I can't help but communicate that I find frustrating is that there are actual crises happening in this country. A couple weeks ago, there was a devastating devastating derailment in, in East Palestine, Ohio. And yesterday, I was just lucky enough to wrap up a hearing early, and I was going back to my office, it was not scheduled, it, it wrapped up early, and there were people from East Palestine at my door because they weren't getting a response in, in their own other levels of government. And so they were just roaming around, waiting for anybody to open their door to them, to talk to them, any member of Congress to talk to them. And so we sat down and they explained what's going on. And this committee needs to hold a hearing on what is on the derailment in East Palestine. This is not just a disaster site, it is a potential crime scene.
1: A potential crime scene? What are you, is she being reading my blogs? That's what I thought.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: did you I did a little research. Oh yeah? I just couldn't comprehend like that there's over 1700 train derailments a year. Like that, right. to me that's like an epidemic. Yeah. Like at what point in time do you sit there and go as, you know, one of these companies like you know, out of the 50,000, you know, 10% of our trains derail every year. Like this isn't a concern. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so what you learn.
1: If you're a business, okay, and one of your vehicles gets in an accident, what do you get to do on your taxes? Write it off. Write off all that appreciation. And year after year, these rail companies pull in billions upon billions of dollars of 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 profit. And I went and started looking at some financial records for Norfolk Southern, and it says right in the financial records that the reason that our cost basis was down is because of the number of derailments that we had last year, which reduced our expenses.
2: Increased our expenses.
1: Decreased their expenses. Because... If you have a derailment, you have to go out there, you have to do environmental containment, you have to do the cleanup and everything like that. They get to write all that off, plus the depreciation of all the assets lost, which gives them a major tax credit. Why are we having 1,700 railroad derailments a year? Because it's fucking profitable. Because they get a tax credit which mitigates their task risk every year, and increases their fucking profits.
2: So it might not actually be a derailment, it might just be a derailment on paper.
1: Well, no, they're actually, well, they're, they're... Here you go, to one today. That's North Southern. I mean, it makes no sense. Unless it's money, it's
2: a good theory. Yep, it makes sense. It seems like a lot to me, still though. But hmm. all right,
1: where are we going to? So, Fauci actually, D- Dr. Redfield, the former uh, head of the former CDC chair, Dr. Redfield testified yesterday. and confirmed that he was the head of the COVID-19 task force and that he was left out of the loop about the origins of COVID-19 and Fauci Ah. went around him and held the data around it. Fauci's going to jail, dude. Fauci is going to have criminal charges referred to the fucking DOJ about this.
2: I hope so, and I hope it's a long time. let's listen to this one jim jordan
1: about this stuff
8: mr chairman i'm not exaggerating when when i say that you have called before you two witnesses who pose a direct threat to people who oppose them it's funny when people have to go through that exactly this is unacceptable i'm ready for it i don't know if a lot of other people are but just as it was unacceptable for Kevin McCarthy to provide 41,000 hours of sensitive security footage to a biased talking head in an effort to rewrite what happened on January 6th. This is a new Republican playbook, apparently. Mr. Risk chairman, American safety Mr. On, and chairman. security hang on, hang on. Hang to on. score political points.
5: The gentlelady's words should be struck. We do not accuse witnesses of threatening others. That
6: is out of line and I'm outside the rules of this down committee.
8: That and I can have an You don't get to determine what's what struck down. Well,
6: you do, you, you do get an opening statement, and it, it's and about over. And so let me finish. The, the will wow.
8: We know this is because at the first hearing, the chairman claimed that big government and big tech colluded to shape and mold the narrative and suppress information and censor Americans. This is a false narrative. We're engaging in false narratives here, and we are going to tell the truth. I yield back.
6: General Lady uh, yields back. I would just point out the consent decree was in our report. We offered your staff also the opportunity to review the FTC letters. You have not come over to review those letters. Third. <laughs> The idea that I believe both of these individuals who are getting ready to testify, I believe they're both Democrats. The idea that two journalists who Did happen to be Democrats- Did you not give Democrat, that offer at eight
8: o'clock last night? now.
6: Your time was- rec- uh, was uh, ended I, Neither ago. of us are in time. I don't think they're here to help us politically. I think they're here to ha- tell us the truth. And oh, by the way, the first FTC letter to Twitter after the first set of Twitter files, the very first question was, who are the journalists you're talking to? And you guys don't care. You don't care. You, you care don't, about the, the you don't want the 2011 people to consent see. Decree? You don't want the American people to see what happened. The full video, transparency, you don't want that. And you don't want two journalists who have been named personally by the Biden administration, FTC, in a letter. The
8: Biden administration is And you're saying, saying they're here the to FTC. help us.
6: They're here to tell their story. And frankly, I think they're brave individuals for being willing to come after they've been named in a letter from the Biden FTC. Is this your question Tom? now? No, I'm responding to your ridiculous oh. statements you made in your, in your opening statement. Okay,
8: well, let's get on with it.
6: Oh, now we want to get on with it. So you I can did. say all the things you want. I, point I did out in the my facts. opening statement I as well as out you had facts. an
1: opening statement. The you chair. said what you needed to say in your opening statement. Low intelligence individuals. That's what we're fucking dealing with here. Low intelligence individuals. I, it, we're not gonna get through all of this. <laughs> it's okay. Oh my goodness. Let me let me go in here. It, it's just it, that, that's what the majority of these Democrats are. Low intelligence individuals. Sorry, that's what they are. Mm. Shannon, 1313, 1 Lemon, Steps to Nowhere, 1 Lemon, RMRM, 3 Lemons, Grandma 5 Revolt, 2 Ice Cream, Patriot of Pisces, 3 Ice Cream. Thank you so much, Shannon, Steps to Nowhere, RMRM, Grandma 5 Revolt, and Patriot of Pisces for all the donations. All of you guys, thank you so much for all the donations. Please head over to the redpills.tv to stay up to date with everything that we're doing. To see our sponsors, getgoldtoday.com, Dr. Kirk Elliott. Please, I'm telling you, we are months away from global economic—I'm fucking telling you, it's coming— We're heading to a recession. We just saw the subprime mortgages rates are increasing up to 6% past last recessionary rates. Real estate markets are the first to go. This is going to happen. Inflation is too high. The rates are too high. People are taking out mortgages, and they're going to default. I'm telling you. Head on over there. Getgoldtoday.com. Dr. Kirk Elliott. Give them a call. 720-605-3900. The number's right there. Uh, as well as check out all of our other sponsors on redpills.tv as well. Go on over to socialredpill.com, socialredpill.com. That's our private social network. Zooms every night. I'll be making probably a guest appearance at some point in time tonight uh, with a glass of whiskey because it's just one of those fired up days. Uh, Much love, respect. God bless. Thank you so much. Vince, you guys all have a great night. Tomorrow is a TBD show. Don't know yet. Uh, Still working on guests, but I will let you know very, very shortly. Have a good night.
0: Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal.
6: And uh, they call me I patch the game. <laughs> <laughs> I, say I think it's I, I haven't. Look.